Greetings, greetings to my good people out there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Speaker Secrets Podcast. I hope this episode finds you well wherever you are today. Last week, we spoke about organizing your speech, your thoughts, and your content, and really organizing your life and how important that is. So if you haven't checked out that episode, I do encourage you to listen. But I am excited today because this is the very first installment of the Elevated Awareness series. As you guys know, I bring you tips every week on how to improve your speaking. But this series will allow me to share some of the content that I've been creating for you on different subjects that I think are relevant to everyone. And so Elevated Awareness will give me an opportunity to share a bit more than just tips related to public speaking, all right? So I'm excited, and I think you'll enjoy it. Now, let me just say this podcast is still very new. We're still getting it off of the ground. So some of my more previous episodes might be a bit more polished than this one. For elevated awareness, I do want to give a more off-the-cuff feel, speak more from my heart. So I just wanted to put that out there. But if you have any feedback, not just about topics that you want me to touch on as it relates to speaking, but even elevated awareness topics or feedback on the podcast in general, feel free to hit me up on any of the social media platforms or email the speakers secrets at gmail.com. So for today, we are going to talk about aging. Now, aging is something that affects literally everyone on earth. But something that I find so interesting is that even though everybody is experiencing it, right, it's still such a sensitive and a taboo topic. I remember growing up and it was drilled into me that it was rude to ask a woman what her age is. And a lot of people might still feel that way. I've seen people be apprehensive to share their actual age. A lot of people make jokes about being 16 or 21. And while it it can be taken in jest, there's usually this underlying feeling of not wanting to reveal how old they truly are. And not to mention a lot of people undergo physical modifications and things of the sort to make themselves appear younger than they actually are. So it's obvious that we have all of these different preoccupations with age and with the aging process. But why? And how do these preoccupations affect how we age? So that's some of what we're going to be diving into today. I became passionate about this topic when I developed a pet peeve from hearing my peers in their 20s and their 30s say things like, oh, I'm so old, or... I hate getting older or I'm not as young as I used to be. In my opinion, it is kind of cliche to say that I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say a specific phrase. But the truth is, I do wish that I had a dollar for every time I heard or read someone say that they dreaded getting older or that they felt so old. It really started to bother me, and it still does bother me because I look at people, I'm like, you're so young. But that was really what sparked my passion about this topic. And secondly, I read a book called Brain Power by Michael Gelb and Kelly Howell. And the book talked about neuroplasticity and how your brain is designed to 
increase in efficiency as you get older. It can change with more information that you acquire with changing of your habits. And I thought it was very interesting. But they spoke about aging and they talked about some of the perceptions that we have around aging and how those perceptions actually affect the aging process. And so that added to my passion on this topic. So let's dive into this then. If you're listening to this and that sounds like you, don't take offense to it. It's really okay. And the reason I say this is because we live in a very age-conscious society. You probably would never turn on your TV and see a sitcom or a commercial with an elderly person going ham in the gym or leading a Fortune 500 company as a CEO. You always see the Life Alert commercial, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, or a commercial about arthritis or diabetes. There are all these images of elderly people being portrayed as weak or feeble and needy. And this is what we've been fed from our media all of our lives. So if you do have these preoccupations about age, realize that you are living in a society that has conditioned you and that has provided all of these faulty perceptions about age. But today we're going to undo those. There's a scientist called Rebecca Levy. She currently works at Yale, I think. And she did a decades-long study on how the perceptions of aging within about 700 participants actually affected their aging process. So she initially assessed their reactions to phrases such as, things get better for me every year, or things get worse for me as I get older. And it's not surprising that those that had positive expectations about aging outlived those that didn't. I'm going to quickly share an audio clip from Dr. Wayne Dyer about this. The other day I was on YouTube just looking for some self-improvement, motivational stuff, and I stumbled across this video, and I promised that I was not looking for any material for this podcast, but it just so happened that that video I selected had something that supports what my topic is, so I thought that was divinely orchestrated. But before I play that, I just want to emphasize here that your perception affects your reality, okay? Not just when it comes to aging, but surrounding everything else in your life. Think about it. Everybody should know that two people can be looking at the exact same thing or experience a situation that appears to be the exact same situation. But each of those persons has an individual perspective, Two people can be looking at the same thing and have two completely different interpretations of what just happened. And you can see that in your own life when there's a situation that happens that might not be favorable. You can take the perspective of, oh, things are going wrong for me. This day sucks. My luck is horrible. Or, hey, things are going to be okay. This isn't life or death. I've faced this before. So you can change your perception on anything in your life. And there's tons of research also that proves that the beliefs that you hold impact your physical reality and how you experience things. The placebo effect is a perfect example of that. But I just want to emphasize that before I play this clip from Dr. Wayne Dyer. So here you go. Listen up. And they've done research on this, uh, you know, in, in, in studies on gerontology, where the, 
what does your life look like from 60 plus versus what does your life look like below, from 60 uh, down to into your 20s? That people who live a dynamic life into their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, people who feel strong, who don't feel that getting older means that I have to in any way decline any place, physically or mentally, getting older has nothing to do with the concept of declining, that when people are in their 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, and this is their perception of what their life is going to be like when they're in their 60s, that those people have a much greater chance, much greater chance, of not attracting the kinds of diseases that are so much age-related as do people who think of old as infirm and declining throughout their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. That you change the way you believe about that and you say declining is not a possibility. I don't think about what's missing. That was a great and a timely message, you guys. Hashtag awesome sauce. That resonated with me and I hope it did for you as well. If you want to listen to the whole thing, I'll tell you how to in just a bit. But let me just say, I don't know what age you're at as you're listening to this, but I'm certain that you want to have a life and a future that is productive and full of vitality and fun and laughter, not one that's marked by decline, okay? So stick with me. I'm going to quickly share some very easy things that you can adopt in your day-to-day life that will ensure that you can say, I'm living my best life. Yeah, yeah. I'm living my best life. Made a couple ends, you know. That's my goal, and I hope it's yours too, which is why I'm bringing you this episode today. But number one, is to look at your perspectives around age and the aging process and also monitor your words and your language around it. Not everything warrants you saying that you're getting older or that you're not as young as you used to be. Things change. Yes, your cousin is growing up very quickly, but that's what people do. Just because you forgot something doesn't mean that you're having a quote-unquote senior moment. You just forgot. Humans forget. You can ask any elementary school teacher. They'll tell you that elementary school kids forget things all the time. And then they forget that they forgot. Many of these instances are just a part of human life. They don't have to be specifically related to age. So I want you to be mindful of that. Number two is to commit yourself to lifelong learning. As long as you are alive, you should be learning something, whether it's a new skill, a trade, a craft, new knowledge from reading, no matter what it is, you want to engage your brain in this process. Because neuroscientists have found out that the best way to upkeep your vitality and your mental fortitude is through continuous learning. And given the age that we're in, the age of technology and information, there is literally no excuse for you. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you have access to a phone or a computer, YouTube, Google. Everything is literally at your fingertips. So ask yourself, what are you doing with this information? Are you just getting on social media for entertainment? Which there's nothing wrong with that. But where are you actively investing in yourself and learning? 
I do suggest reading. I've recently been getting my reading game up. They're not always physical books. I've been trying out audiobooks with an Audible free trial, but that's just one option. Some people prefer physical books or ebooks when they're on the road and on the go, but it's your preference. And let me just add, when you're learning something new, you want to take yourself out of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself. Don't do something that's easy and something that's going to keep you dormant or stagnant. We want to expand. We want to grow, get to the next level. So that is my recommendation for you. Become a lifelong student. Commit yourself to that. Number three is to exercise and introduce some physical activity. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of why this is important. You should know that. But the key is to make it consistent. This is extremely important for you to live your best life. I saw someone say something the other day that I thought was very interesting. He said, there are two things that I never regret doing after I do it. Number one is saying no to something that I don't want to do. Number two is working out. When I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? That's true. I don't know of anybody that after they worked out and exercised that they said, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I've never heard that. It's because it makes you feel good, man. On top of all of the other benefits, you just feel good. It develops your strength. It's what your body craves to live a long and a healthy life. So my suggestion here is to find something that you like to do. Maybe you like to go to the gym or swim, play tennis, whatever it is that you enjoy doing. You want to introduce this physical activity on a consistent basis. Maybe you have injuries. Maybe you're a bit older listening to this. But if you can walk, do some squats. I don't know. I'm just naming different things. But the point that I want to emphasize here is that physical activity is a major key to a long, healthy life. I've already talked about three things, but let's briefly discuss number four. Diet. Now, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not giving anybody diet advice. I just want you to be mindful of what you're putting in your body. Okay, just as we fuel our cars up at the gas station, every time we put something in our mouth, that's supposed to be the fuel for our body. And a lot of times, it's not. Sometimes it's loaded with sugar and all of these other things that are not really the best for us to consume. For me personally, I don't really struggle with the sweets and desserts. Those aren't really tempting for me, but I love savory foods, spicy foods, things with a lot of sauce and sodium. So I have to be mindful that I'm eating my fruits and my vegetables and pay attention to my diet. We just spoke about exercise, but if you're exercising and you don't have a great diet, then it's kind of counterproductive. You're working against yourself. Now, I will say there are a lot of things that we automatically assume are hereditary. For example, high blood pressure. But a lot of things that we eat are what contributes to the diseases that we face. So I just want you to be mindful of that, especially if you're a bit younger. Yeah, the food tastes good now, but you want to develop a habit of being mindful of what you put into your body because as you get older, it will be more beneficial to you to be in a habit of eating fruits and vegetables and eating more cleanly. And that way you can be 85 and travel in the world and not have to worry about high blood pressure or anything like that. 
A few more things before I wrap up. I do suggest finding an aging role model. It might be a grandparent, it might be an elderly citizen in your neighborhood, or it might be a celebrity like Cicely Tyson, for example. Just find someone who's up there in age, maybe 70s, 80s, that's still doing well, that's still vibrant, and ask them, hey, what's your secret? What is the art of aging to you and I think that will help us to recondition ourselves from these narratives that society has been feeding us about the aging process. There are two stories that I was inspired by. Madame Suzelle Poole is one of them. She started doing ballet at the age of seven. She's now 77 and still does ballet in London but here's the thing she has her own ballet studio and she teaches young girls how to do ballet. And then Dorothy Steele. Many of you, I'm sure, have watched Black Panther. And if you remember, there was an older lady in the movie that was sitting down when they were discussing whether T'Challa would go and find Claw. I'm sorry if you haven't watched it. That was just a brief spoiler. But if you remember who I'm talking about, she started auditioning to act at the age of 88. And she got that role in Black Panther at 92 years old. So these are perfect examples of aging role models for us. And they just show us that we do have the potential to live our greatest lives no matter what age we're at. So I hope this podcast episode helped you with that. This is the first installment of the Elevated Awareness series. And I'm so excited that I finally got to share it with you. These segments will be released after every three standard episodes. So I'll have three episodes where I share suggestions on how to become a better speaker. And then I'll release an elevated awareness segment where I share my thoughts, ideas, and viewpoints on topics that I feel are relevant. As a speaker, I think this is a perfect platform for me to share the content that I've been preparing for you. But more importantly, I just want to bring you value not just when it relates to public speaking, but in a holistic sense. So if I can provide you with an empowering perspective or some new knowledge that propels you forward, then I feel that I've fulfilled my purpose here. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Please follow The Speaker Secrets on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have not rated this podcast in iTunes, please do feel free to leave a rating in iTunes or on Facebook. Let someone know about the podcast. There is a lot of value here. And if you're benefiting, then someone else should benefit as well. I appreciate you spending your time with me today. Once again, if you have any feedback or any topics that you would like me to touch on, whether it's related to speaking or in an elevated awareness segment, please feel free to contact me on any social media pages or email thespeakersecrets at gmail.com. And with that, I'm wishing you a blessed week and I will speak to you next time.